the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We're going to talk about work-life balance. Is it possible? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. That's the DMV. Parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well on this fine station, WAVA, 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. Tell your friends about us. This is a great show where you get to call in and have conversation with somebody who cares about you and cares about the different topics that we bring to the table. And of course, uh, we don't always agree. And that's why I often say that comprehension begins with conversation. Let's pull up a chair wherever there's a divide and talk about it and see if we can influence one another, learn from one another, push and pull a little bit because you got great believers who all have different thoughts and opinions on many different issues. So welcome to the program. Of course, if you are watching me on my Facebook page or my YouTube page at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, then I'm waving at you and I'm giving you my sideways peace sign. I sure hope you're doing great today. Thanks a lot for tuning in. But whether you're in your kitchen, in your car, or uh, at your confu- computer, I'm just glad that we get to hang out together. And if you want to give me a call, my phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Put these digits in your phone and you'll have me in your contacts. Just put Dr. David Anderson, 888-432-7434. Well, today's Wisdom Wednesday topic is about work, work-life balance. Is it even possible? And that's the question on the table What do you believe with regard to work-life balance? Is it possible? And if so, at what cost? And if not, just be honest why it's not possible. I have my thoughts about this topic, and I'm going to give it to you over our time together. But we do have an hour together, the first hour of Rush Hour right here out of the nation's capital. How do you balance family, life, and work? That's what we're going to talk about. But first, let's talk to the one who gave us life. And uh, that's God himself. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the life you've given us. We thank you for the opportunity we have to connect with one another about you, your word, and everyday practical issues in life. Please forgive us for our sins, cleanse us from unrighteousness, and give us an opportunity to communicate with one another wherever we are on our faith journey, even if we don't have any faith at all. Lord, we commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said, Amen and amen. Now, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. 
there's a uh, email address that you can always email me. Tell me about a topic that you'd like for me to address or something you want to talk to me about is fine. There's so many other resources on that website. Please go check it out. Andersonspeaks.com. If you want any training with regard to diversity, equity, inclusion, or how to cross over great divides or host transformative conversations when there are divisions within one's church or one's college, university, or uh, corporation, and you're like, you know what, we need we need some help addressing this, then you can always go to gracismglobal.com, uh, gracismglobal.com. We have a team that can host transformative conversations, as well as if you need me to speak or uh, address your, uh, you know, your group or uh, make a, a visit of any kind, that's where you would go, gracismglobal.com. There is a speaker request form there. My phone number here is 888 888- 432-7434, recent research by the World Economic Forum found that 34% of people would not put up with a toxic environment at work, while 48% would leave a job if it prevented them from enjoying their life. Do you fall into that category? Almost half of the, of the people who took the survey would leave a job if it prevented them from enjoying their life. I wonder how many of those were millennials, because I think millennials feel more uh, about, um, you know, feel more strongly about work-life balance maybe than their parents or their parents' parents. But I'd like to hear what you think about it. Is it possible? And if so, at what cost? But 34% of the people would not put up with a toxic work environment. So those are two different issues, a toxic environment at work or just a job that would prevent me from enjoying my life. And what does enjoying one's life mean, right? Because if you're my generation, if you want to enjoy your life, then you work hard now so that you have the freedom to enjoy your life later. And guess what? I'm enjoying my life, okay? And so I'd love to get your perspective on this, all right? My phone number is 888-432-7434. We'll kick the show off in Silver Spring, Maryland with Ava, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Ava. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. What are you thinking about this topic? Work life balance. Um, so basically, um, I think you should have a level of work life balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think life is all about working or, you know, too much enjoying. There should be some sort of balance. So I'm newly married, and my husband, you know, he works Monday to Friday, and mostly on Sundays, he's preparing for Monday's work, and so he gets off work around like four, four or five-ish, mm-hmm. and once he's off work, he's on his social media, mostly on Facebook, you know, debating with, you know, other Christians about certain top- topics. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a theonomist. And once he's done doing that, he goes out for a walk. And when I asked him, hey, can I walk with you? He's like, no, I can't because, you know, I have to think about work or certain things about discussions he had with, you know, people on his social media. And I feel like he doesn't give us any time to spend together. And he has he has no sense as far as like time with us. You know, Um, even when I plan things for us, you say us, you mean you and him, right? Correct. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
No kids. So, and when I do suggest, when I do, we don't have any kids together mm-hmm. at least. And when I do suggest for us to do things together, he's like, um, he's like, ah, oh, no. He's always like finding excuse, like it's too far. I don't want to go there, mm-hmm. um, or um, things like that. So, how mm-hmm. do I get him to want to spend more time with me? I mean, how long have how, you guys been married? Have that? Uh, we've been married for um, two years now. We're newly married. I mean, it's yeah. too early to have this type of issue because normally <laughs> right. people have in their honeymoon phase, right? Right. So what was um, it like before you were married? Early. Before we were married, um, you know, he was um, outgoing, of course. Uh, he was kind, outgoing, you know. Yeah, he was outgoing. He's always like, you know, trying to plan for us to do things together. He was more exciting and adventurous. And, you know, um, but once we got married, I feel like he's completely different, you know? Yeah, he's Um, changed. He likes to stay at home a lot. Hmm. Um, He's more focused with work, and he's still much more focused in this um, theonomy thing, you know, just who's right, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. So um, let me ask you a question. So, yeah. Why do you think he doesn't want to spend time with you? Well, I don't know because, you know, I like to dive in into certain top topics when we, like, when we're talking together, um, I'm not the kind of person, if I don't agree with, you know, certain topics probably he wants to discuss with me about, um, regarding his theonomy or work, and I would I like to give advice. You know, if I disagree, I say I disagree, and this is why I disagree. And he wants me to mostly agree with him most okay. of the time. He wants me to just like not say anything and just listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I do like to talk about relationship, like how we can advance in our, you know, romance mm-hmm. relationship, things like that. And he says things like, oh, that's so stressful. Do you want to talk about that right now? Like, um, it's too um, serious. Let's just not talk about that. Okay. So he's so hiding from you. He me to be some sort of a stressor. No, he's hiding, huh? he's hiding from you, and he doesn't want to share with you because something's going on in his personal world that he cannot disclose. That's my two cents. I don't know him, but that's what I'm reading right now. Let me tell you what I would do. If I were you, what I'd consider doing, I can't tell you what to do, but what I'd consider doing is offering him a date night and saying, honey, I'm putting this date on the calendar and we're going out for a date night. Put it on your calendar. And he will. And then when you go out, say, we're going out and we're going to have fun together. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about, but it's just you and I, and we're going out on a date. And uh, schedule that and tell him, to put it on his calendar. I think it's going to start with having a regular date night, and then you're going to be able to discern what's going on with him. What do you think about that idea? I really, it's a good idea. Okay, I can give you one example recently that happened. Um, So I have some sort of issues. I had some uh, medical injury that happened to my foot. it's serious, but not to a point where I'm debilitated or anything like that. I can walk, but I'm not like, I, I can't walk as fast as I used to before mm. I had this incident, right? So, like, just recently, him and I were walking together, and he was walking way ahead of me. You know, he knows that I can't walk as fast. Yeah. So I said, um, 
and everyone around us was being all romantic, holding hands, you know, and I felt so alone because he was like walking way ahead of me, um, right behind. I felt like I was just by myself. And I said, hey, can you slow down? You know, everyone is being romantic. And he said, you know, um, oh, so you want to lead the relationship? You want to be the man in the relationship? Mm-hmm. So you want me to walk behind you? I said, how are you translating me asking you to slow down yeah. for us to walk together side by side? How is that translated me masculating you as a yeah. man and me wanting to leave? So he, he I don't. Yeah, He's, I feel like everything that I suggest. Yeah, he has like a, being controlled. He has an he has an issue with you. I don't know what it is. Something's going on with him. He has contempt in his heart, and this is what's driving all of this. And he needs help with that. I would still take him out on a date and talk about it. Uh, and you're going to have to be a little bit more assertive. Uh, and what I mean by that is, since he's combative with you, sometimes the only time that uh, a, a man will uh, be able to deal with uh, a woman is when she's combative. And I know that's going to sound really weird because most men don't want a combative woman, but he's picking a fight with you. He's looking for a fight. And so I'm just going to tell you again, I want you to pray about this. I could be wrong. I don't know him or you, but it sounds to me like you have to put him in check and put him up against the wall a little bit to say, listen, you will not treat me this way. We're a married couple. Do you want to be married and stay married? Because the way you're acting is not honoring me you know, as your wife and you, oh, ha- and if that, have I, you, have you done that? I I have said things like that. So what happens when, Oh, um, I get, I can get pretty assertive with him. What happens is that he would say, you're trying to control me. You're being controlling. Or he would say things like that. You know, he would, as a man, obviously, uh, he would talk. Obviously, yeah. My voice can't overpower his voice. Right, so right. He would talk much higher than me, and then overpowers the conversation and gotcha. walks off. So he's that's a not monster. good. What I mean by that—that's that not good. Have you guys gotten counseling to, at all? Because I got to run to a break in just a moment. Well, but look, have you guys gotten counseling, or he's not interested? Well, yeah. You know, with our marriage, it specifically says if we're running into issues that we're supposed to go to counseling, and I suggested for us to go to counseling. He said, "No, I'm not going to go to the one that you suggested." And I said, okay, well, why don't you find one so we can go to one? Right. And he won't answer or respond to that. Mm, yeah, you're in a tough situation because you have a man that has contempt and he's not trying to love his wife. And I'm really sorry about that. I think that if he does not get counseling, you go get counseling on your own because you got to figure out how to endure this and what you're going to do uh, in the near future because you won't be able to live like this forever. But God can turn it around and God can turn him around. And I want to pray as I go to the break in that regard, uh, because I know the music's coming up and we have to run. But Lord Jesus, I just lift up Sister Ava and along with all my other listeners, we pray that you begin to turn her husband's heart toward her instead of away from her. Give her the strength, give her the counseling and give her the support that she needs in this difficult marital situation. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. God bless you, Ava. Andrew, I'm coming to you in Catonsville. I'll be right back. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. 
This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Hey, Miss Jerry, how are you? I'm well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate you having um, Andrew Altman on uh-huh. last week, I, was, I believe it was, uh, because we made a decision, and he, he provided that last piece about waterproofing right. that I wasn't aware of. They came out. Okay. They said they would be done in two days. Yeah. They were. Okay. It was a great experience. Great. And this, we had just purchased our forever home in January of 2023, to God be the glory. Mm, amen. Um, and now we've taken care of a big item on our punch list. Okay. Uh, that we got from the, the home inspection. I'm so grateful that thank you, you called to thank me. I'm going to pass it on to him as well. I love when I hear from a listener who says, we used one of your advertisers, and they did what they said they were going to do, and that's what Best Buy Waterproofing is all about, and I hope people will go to bestbuywaterproofing.com so they can be happy customers like you. Thank you so much, Jerry. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm hanging out with you right here in the Real Talk studio on WAVA 105.1 FM. Keep Ava in your prayers. It sounds like there's a a lot going on there. And he's hurt. He's upset. He's mad. He's staying away from her for some reason. And I don't know. I'm not a counselor necessarily. So, Miss Ava, I'm not quite sure what part you're playing in all of this. But I do know this. You can talk to the Lord. You can get counseling yourself. And hopefully, hopefully, um, uh, God can turn this uh, situation around. Well, listen, we're talking about work-life balance, and that really is life, right? Marriage, family, uh, health, education, all of that is a part of work. It's a part of life. And is the balance actually uh, something that is achievable? And if so, at what cost? I'd like to hear from you on the topic. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432. Bridge. Let's go to Catonsville, Maryland, as promised, to talk to Andrew, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Andrew. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? 
I'm doing okay. How are you, Doc? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. I am glad that you're calling and hanging out with me. What are you thinking? So I'm a, I'm not a regular listener, I must say. Just kind of breezed through some stations today, <laughs> and what you uh, said kind of inspired me enough to uh, to give you a call, talking work-life balance. Um, <laughs> Great. So funny enough, I... I was a medical retired from 16 years in the military, almost this time last year. Um, and when you talk work-life balance, I've got to say I'm, I'm with the, uh, what, 30-something percent of millennials, I'm, I'm 36, okay. uh, who at, at this point would leave a job if I'm seeing some toxicity, be it you know, my direct boss or be it uh, the whole environment. Right. Um, Did it feel that way in the military? So the, I, I guess maybe for me at this point, I make that decision because I did 16 years in the military. Uh -huh. And if I had a toxic employer or a toxic environment, mm -hmm. I mean, I had certain avenues to up-channel that. Right. Um, but I was, in, I was in the employ of, you know, the one employer in the U.S. where it's no kidding a crime to quit the job, if you know what I mean. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. So a lot of folks will say, like, oh, you just kind of have to deal with it. Um, do what's best now by just being a good employee and reap the benefits later. Right. Um, strangely, in the military, it, it, there is a lot of that same kind of behavior um, mm. and kind of encouragement. But at the same time, it's like, well, if it gets to a point where I would no kidding call it toxic. Right. That's where I think you're, I'm doing myself and my family a disservice. If yeah. I don't up channel it and then if i you know if i have up channeled it and nothing changes it from now on in my life i'm going to be leaving the, that that kind of job well and you have um, the power to do that now that you probably didn't have when you were in the military so you did get out which is probably a 100%. good a, a good thing because if you would have re-upped for another four to eight years feeling the way you're feeling now that would be terrible wouldn't it absolutely um and i i had some great jobs that i really enjoyed um, really felt fulfilled, but then other times I felt completely drained. By the time I got home, I didn't have enough to give to my family. Right. And honestly, even a couple jobs that I had that I felt very fulfilled, that I still felt drained. Yeah. Um, which unfortunately contributed to to my divorce. So we had mm. we had two kids, um, and both of us at a certain point, I think we got married too young, mm -hmm. kind of rushed into certain things that by the time we did have that comfortable place where we were really able to better communicate with each other, mm -hmm. we had nothing left to give each other. Right. Um, right. Yeah. A lot of our family suffered because of it. So. Well, and I'm really sorry to hear that. I mean, I guess that's good self-reflection. And I'll look back and say, wow, you know, I was so drained. I wasn't able to put in work or the energy with the relationship. And I think that that happens a lot with, with people. I think the wisdom here, Andrew, is that you're learning from it and you learned from it and you still have life to live. Mm -hmm. So I hope that you'll take this and thank you a for sharing it because somebody needed to hear it. But then also whatever relationship God blesses you with in the future, you will have learned. It's a hard lesson to learn, but it sounds like you actually learned it. Am I right about that? Do you feel like you you've grown and can make some changes and are mature enough now for uh, the, the rest of your life? I, I would like to think so. Um, the other thing, is, you know, at 36 that I wouldn't do again at 23 is there are certain, um, certain I guess, check marks dating-wise that I kind of won't continue in a relationship with. 
mm-hmm. that, you know, when I, when I met my now ex-wife, I think I was 23, and uh, certain experiences tell me, uh, kind of with Ava's conversation, the lady before me, that there are alarm bells and things I won't tolerate in a relationship that I would have been. Uh, I see, yeah, yeah. And, th- and some of them, maybe you know, maybe this veers off a little from the you know religious approach of this platform. Um, my my ex-wife was not the most heterosexual woman, mm. um, and for her, there were some things she needed to explore in that avenue that she was unable to do with with me. Uh, right. Um, of course, you know how how righteous is that one way or the other is completely different conversation and usually not for this kind of platform but um, but you especially know for her as a as a believer dealing yeah, with that well was, uh, on my show on my show we talk about anything that's for sure and i have uh i know cu- uh, couples are this way and they and i do know one specific couple who i helped work through this and they ended up getting divorced because she really did uh, come out to say, you know what, I, I, I want to be with uh, w- with a female. And it was really, as a male, nothing he could do about that. I mean, it was just really, you're yeah. kind of stuck on that one. So, I mean, I admire you taking on the part, your part that you own with uh, not having the energy, working too much, feeling drained. But also, honestly, there's some parts that you can't own. And, you know, I just pray for the rest of your life that you'll uh, leverage this wisdom for good. Hey, listen, I got to run because I've got the break coming, but I will be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. As a parent, nothing is more important than your child's well-being. So ask your doctor about your baby's growth and physical, emotional, and social development. From baby steps and babbling to building blocks and smiles... Be the champion for your child's health. To learn more, visit vdhchampionchild.com. vdhchampionchild.com. Don't miss In Touch with Charles Stanley weekday mornings at 8.30 on life-changing talk radio WAVA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. 
Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898. And you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're hanging out with me. I'm hanging out with you. We've got half an hour together, uh, and I'm really excited that in the second half of the show, we can continue the topic that we started with, and that is the wisdom of work-life balance. Is it possible, and at what cost? Do you believe work-life balance can actually happen? Why or why not? And how do you healthily balance family, life, marriage, work, as we talked with Ava and Andrew, you know, that uh, our previous callers, you know, this is real life and trying to figure out how to work in a way where you're not so drained, you have no energy uh, for the other areas of your life. I, I, I do have a thought about uh, the whole idea of balance. You know, even though uh, it does say in the uh, research that I quoted from the World Economic Forum in the first half, that 34% of people would not put up with a toxic environment at work, while 48%, so that's almost half, of the respondents would leave a job if it prevented them from enjoying their life. Do you fall into that into that category? Now, this is what I'm thinking, and tell me if you agree or disagree and uh, convince me otherwise. I'm not sure that work-life balance is actually achievable. Uh, I think it's more of a misnomer. I think what we should be thinking about is rhythms and seasons instead of work-life balance. And what I mean by that, not that I'm against balance, but I wonder if balance is really... Uh, the, the right uh, word, because uh, the reality is life is more like uh, seasons, you know, and so if you're an accountant, guess what, you're going to have a season uh, when it comes to audits and things of that sort, it's just going to be crazy and out of balance. And so then what you do is you uh, have another season where you recover from that. And so I would I like to look at it more like seasons. Now, if you want to call that balancing, you can. But I, I think if you're trying to say, you know what, I'm only going to work this many hours and I'm going to play this many hours uh, until you're financially free in order to actually uh, do that. I think you may want to be thinking about different seasons of life, different, uh, you know, years where, you know what, we're going to have to, uh, you know, not work, uh, you know, as a, as a couple, uh, one of you are going to have to work harder. The other one's going to have to work at home with the kids, whoever that is. Uh, you know, we're going to have to, uh, knuckle down here while the kids are younger, when they get older, then we can go travel, you know, things of that sort. And so again, this is not true for everybody, but I'm thinking about my own life. This is why I take a, a, a summer sabbatical. Everybody can't do that, but I do, and I take eight straight weeks. Well, the reason why I do that is because I know how crazy it is uh, for the rest of the year, and half of those eight weeks is preparing and, and, and envisioning and, and making a strategic plan for the entire organization 
for the next year. And so really that's four weeks out of that eight weeks that I'm really just uh, catching my breath and giving time back to my wife and my family and myself that I, you know, was always on the uh, on the go and drive for, you know, 10 months. Teachers, they can kind of do that as well because they get their, their summers off. Uh, but accountants don't, but they do have off seasons, right? And then it just really is going to depend on on, you know, the kind of life that you have. So don't try to be like uh, the per person across the cul-de-sac or down the street who, you know, they work a nine to four job. I mean, and then at five o'clock, they're home mowing the lawn. Uh, you know, they're home on the weekends. That's a different life. If you compare yours to that one, it may really throw you off because maybe you're calling, maybe your profession is different. And when I tell people around the church, and I, again, con convince me otherwise, I may not be right on this one, but I tell people around the church, if you want weekends and evenings and holidays off, you're in the wrong business, <laughs> you know, because ministry, it's, it's, it's weekends, it's evenings, and it's holidays. Like, don't be on a church staff, you know, if, if you're like, yeah, I, I, I want to have my weekends off, I want to have my weeknights off, and I want to have all my holidays off wrong business <laughs> you know get into like another field all right because that ain't the field because guess what all of the sheep all of the people they're working 60 80 hours they're working all day long and if you want them to come to a class or if you want them to, to, to rehearse for a choir guess what it's going to be in the evenings right if if you know they're going to go to church or they're going to serve or they're going to go to a seminar it's going to be on the weekends so you got to be there to serve them then. All right. I don't care. Okay. Convince, convince me otherwise. Give me your thoughts on it. Let's kick it back and forth. You ready? Okay. Here's my number. 888-432-7434. 888-432-7434. Steven's on the line. He's in Columbia, Maryland. Let's go there. Hello, Mr. Steven. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Dr. Anderson, how are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, yeah. I, well, what I was thinking was, which is talking about work-life balance, and when I was uh, younger, I was going, I was married, had a small son, and I was going to school at night to get my master's degree, and my son couldn't understand why his father was going back to school. Uh -huh. And I had another situation where um, my, uh, and then after that, years after that, I became a landlord. And I was a landlord for over 20 years, so I was working a full-time job, and I was doing landlording. Mm -hmm. And my wife couldn't understand the um, – I had a rule. If I had a call from a tenant about a problem, I had to take an action within 24 hours. Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, I always thought about landlording from the viewpoint of what if I was a tenant. Right. Uh, and if it was a problem with the back – so my point being is that the – it's really – I have some really difficult work – balance times because you you know you it's not so much having a job if you got a business you got to take care of the people that that are paying you right for those services right um so uh but what i found that worked for me in the end was to make sure everyone knew the end game okay you know Good. And, and 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 knew that that the working excessive hours was only for a finite amount of time a season and then it would go down enough did that work 
to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. to be encouraged or do you know someone that needs encouragement dr david anderson has compiled his sermon series be encouraged into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others for a donation in any amount we'll send you a signed copy of the book to make your donation visit andersonspeaks.com click on the donate button and we'll send you your copy today
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We've been talking about work-life balance. It is Wisdom Wednesday, so I'd love to hear your thoughts uh, on the topic. We still have a little bit of time together. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Is work-life balance possible? Why or why not? And how do you how do you healthily balance family and life and and all of that? Have you done it? Have you learned how to do it? Can you share or do you have a question about it? Hello to Kim Summer Kimberly. Thank you for writing on my Facebook page. Christine Marie and uh, Sylvia Maynard. Uh, Christine Marie says, I agree that work life balance looks different depending on what you do. And it's hard not to compare yourself to others. Well, that is true. Uh, Sylvia Maynard says, clear expectations have to be set before uniting. Example, if a person has uh, been working since age 16, but marries at 50, lots of rebalancing. There's a word is, is lots of rebalancing is in order. That is a word rebalancing. How about that? If a person works a typical nine to five, but starts a business rebalancing financially and emotionally is really mandatory. Seasons is a much better frame than balance. Thank you for that, uh, Sylvia, as well. Greg Tyler, hello to you as well. Yeah, I like the idea of seasons and then compensating for busy seasons, right? Compensating for uh, if you happen to live in a tourist area, if you're listening and you're in Deep Creek Lake, if you're listening and you're in Ocean City uh, on the eastern shore, guess what? Your life uh, is probably, if you're working in that area, it's got to be somewhere around what is known as seasons where there's a lot of tourists, which means a lot of traffic, which means getting home late, which means, depending on the job that you're in, serving more people at a certain time. Okay, so then when it's off-season, that's when you've got to hibernate. That's when you've got to rest. That's when you've got to get your health back in order. It's a part of getting prepared for the season. If you're in real estate, there's seasons of high demand and there's seasons where you can get a break and your finances have seasons too. So, you know, you can't build your budget off of the top, top uh, earnings that you get during certain seasons. No, the top earnings you get have to carry you through the down seasons. And so, therefore, don't spend all the money that you get in the most earning season. Stretch it out because those other seasons are coming. Are you with me? All right. Well, you know, according to Business News Daily, they do, they do agree with me in that uh, they give you some ways of improving your work-life balance and how to ha- have an effort to try to thrive at the office and at home. And out of the five things they say, the first thing sort of agrees with me. It says they accept that there is no perfect work-life balance. Yeah, see, I, I think we set ourselves up with that misnomer of balance. There's really no perfect one. There's no perfect way. I like seasons. I like rhythms. And I like energy. Um, you know, my wife would always say around October, I, I get a little bit misty, a little bit moody. And I always wondered why uh, she thought that. But we kind of discovered it after several years. It just seemed like I was a little off around October. And then we finally figured it out. You know, my father died October 16th, uh, you know, many years ago when I was 21 years old. And I met Amber, you know, through that death. When my dad died, she was a part of uh, the college class where the president of the school at Moody Bible Institute announced that the student body president, that me, that's me, 
president, student body president, David Anderson's father died. And so then my uh, now wife wrote a note of sympathy through that note of sympathy we met and, um, you know, the rest is history. So my dad never got to meet my wife and my wife never got to meet my dad one day in heaven. I'm sure that'll happen. But, you know, it's because of that, that uh, she picked up uh, that in October for some reason. So check this out. It wasn't in my conscious. It was in my unconscious, my sub conscious self uh, must have felt that because of that trauma that took place inside of my spirit, you know, inside of my mind, uh, maybe uh, my body just kind of feels it without me really being conscious about it. Uh, and so now I'm aware of it. Now, you, you know, I don't need any any to do anything extra. I just need to be aware of it and kind of embrace it and see it coming. So there's an energy there right? That kind of gets low. So it's good to know your energy. It's good to know your cycles. It's good to know your, your systems. It's good to know the flow of, of your household, your family members. Uh, of course, the ages of the kids matter. And then there's just good old fashioned work. I mean, the way you make your money can really affect the mood that you have and the seasons that you're in. So I think this is important to understand if you want to talk more about it you can feel free to call me at 888-432-7434 in this study that was done uh, with resource management software one of the studies they did uh, across generations uh, found that older generations are happier with their work-life balance than younger ones 77 percent of baby boomers versus 50 percent of gen Zers, Gen Z, Gen Zers. So 77% of baby boomers are more happy with their work-life balance than Gen Zers. Well, I wonder why. Because they got money. <laughs> I mean, that's why the Gen Zers ain't got no money, right? The, the baby boomers, they got money. And I'm telling you, when you put in the work early, you can actually enjoy the work-life balance later better, right? But this generation, unfortunately, um, it may be the generation, if I've got this correct, I don't have the research in front of me, that will be the first generation that will not make more than their parents. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can verify that. I think I'm quoting it right, but I don't have it right in front of me. So if I have it wrong, you can feel free to uh, correct me on that. And so, you know, and also this generation, I think, is saying, you know what, money's not the most important thing to me. Meaning is, therefore, I'd rather work a job and make less money, right, and uh, have more meaning. Whereas I think my generation, and maybe even the one before, was like, you know, yes, meaning is important, but we got to get paid in order to pay these bills. So, I, again, I'd really love to, to hear what your thoughts are on this. I'm going to run to my final break. If you want to get in right before the break, uh, now is the time before I close my phone lines. My number here is 888-432-7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, 888-43-BRIDGE.
Chuck and Olga with Pearson Smith Realty are making it happen every day in the DMV. Need to sell your home? Don't want to do needed repairs or upgrades? They'll make it happen. Need a quick sale? They'll make it happen with multiple cash offers within three days. No repairs, no painting, no updates, no problem. Want to buy a home? Need financing? They'll make it happen. Want to maximize your equity? They'll help you update and you can pay it settlement. Chuck and Olga making it happen in the DMV. 703-898-8930. This is John MacArthur with more Portraits of Grace. In recent years, the Greek word koinonia has become familiar to many Christians as the New Testament word for fellowship. However, it also carries the idea of participation and partnership. For example, the Philippian church knew that Paul carried a tremendous burden in his heart for all the other churches. So they sought to ease his burden by being committed to him, to his teaching, and to godly living, so he didn't worry about them. Well, that brought Paul great joy. Are you such an encouragement to your leaders? Remember, you share in a sacred partnership with them in the advancement of the gospel. Rejoice in that privilege and make the most of it each day. This is John MacArthur praying that you are continuing to be portraits of grace. I'm Jonathan McKeener. Listen to Plugged In on WAVA. Last week, I attended a huge tech conference, and it didn't matter what session I attended. I kept hearing one thing, AI. AI is literally all up in our business, and many of us have been noticing it creeping into our kids' screens as well. Some of it's pretty harmless, like when we're writing and it assists us with our grammar or suggestions taking into consideration our preferred writing styles. But then there's the times where kids can log into their favorite AI source and ask it to write their entire English paper, which is why many English teachers are considering the necessity of in-class essays. So as AI creeps into our lives, let's make sure we're having conversations with our kids about core values like honesty, integrity, and good old-fashioned hard work. For more about the screens in your kids' pockets, visit us at PluggedIn.com radio. I'm Jonathan McKee, author of Parenting Generation Screen, with focus on the families plugged in. As a new wife and mother, Shelly was trying to figure out her life and faith. Then she found the help she needed. I drank it like a thirsty person would drink water. I just, I loved it. Every day I remember hovering around the radio and listening and learning so much from Focus on the Family. I'm Jim Daly. Together we can give families hope. Donate today at focusonthefamily.com slash family and your gift will be doubled. I'm back. Got a few minutes left. I want to hear from you. Work-life balance is our topic on this Wisdom Wednesday. Let's go on the road in Virginia and talk to Mr. Sean, who's on the phone now. Hi, Mr. Sean. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm well. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Well, uh, I would like to say uh, I think it's my very first time listening to your show, uh, Wisdom being a uh, I just started listening to uh, WAVA uh, past like about a week, and okay. I'm just getting to know some of the shows, and uh, they're very interesting topics, especially when it relates to real life 
or things that actually you see day to day. So you wonder, sometimes you wonder if we're just crazy or maybe with something <laughs> wrong with us. Right. But listening to things like that, we realize that no, we are not. It's just human. And like part of God, I don't know. Uh, I'm a believer. I won't say I'm a Christian because I think that I'm not there yet, but I do believe in the word. And hopefully someday I will be a, a, a Christian uh, to be able to actually tell other people. But every time I can always console myself with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I got into this uh, for uh, WAV. Yeah. But yeah, so I listen a lot about uh, your work-life balance. I just got out of work. Uh, uh, I listen a lot about your work-life balance. And it's, it's true, you know, it's very difficult. Uh, I do, I say I have this. That issue, I'm still trying to figure out how I can get that uh, situated. Of course, uh, one thing you said was, uh, you know, you cannot really have a perfect world life balance. And I think that is very true. Right. Everybody has a different situation uh, on how they handle their world life balance. Right. Based on your job or seasons, like you said, or whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, a, yep, I'm a cybersecurity engineer. And, uh, I do work, I travel two hours a day. I mean, oh, yeah. one way to work. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, and I do that four days a week. Gotcha. So it's a difficult situation for me. Uh, but I also have younger children, and my wife doesn't work. Gotcha. So I balance between that and another job right after. And um, well, So I leave my house for him, and I get back at 11 p.m. So, at night. So wait, it's very difficult for me to get there. Yeah, that's... That's really difficult, Sean, but, um, you know, one of the things you can do in that car is I'm sure you can put the speaker on and talk to the kids and the wife, and I'm sure you do that when you can and try to stay connected. Um, But I'm glad you got to listen to me. I'm glad I got to meet you and talk to you. I do have to run because I've got to bring the show to an end, but may the Lord bless you and keep you safe on the road there in Virginia, okay? Amen, amen, and I will keep in touch with you. I will keep listening. Thank you for all you. God bless you, my friend. Well, listen, we get to hear. I mean, some so here are some people spending four hours on the road, you know, and so and then you got to work. There's a you got to sleep at some point. Let me give you one one thing that might be helpful, and that is this: don't be afraid to unplug. And what I mean by that is, in the morning when you wake up, don't pick up your phone as the first thing. Let your feet hit the ground. Go use the restroom, and then spend five minutes in prayer. 10 minutes in prayer, two minutes if you have to, an hour if you can, but whatever it is, don't pick up your phone until after you talk to God first. Talk to God, then open your phone, because once you open your phone, you're down that road until later that night, and so make sure that the first thing you do is talk to the Lord. I hope that's helpful to you. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we uh, uh, go from the show, we pray that your presence doesn't go from us. Be with every one of my listeners, including Sean, who's driving. In Jesus' name, together everyone said amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.